When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Goliath was a minus 1,200 favorite. Grab your foam fingers, put on your team colors. Offensively, they have set football backs 50 years. And fire up the grills. Want to pass that or smash it? This is BetQL's Tailgate Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, with Ryan Horvath. Welcome into the BetQL tailgate kickoff. We only have two more seasons in the regular season for college football, so time to get to it. Uh, We do have the SEC championship game line posted. The game's already set, and it's going to be Alabama taking on Georgia. So a couple weeks ago when we did the preview for LSU Alabama, uh, I played some Alabama futures. They were 14-1 to at the time, thinking a one-loss Alabama team most likely will be in the SEC title game. And on a neutral field, I think they could hang with Georgia the way that they're playing the second half of the season. A couple weeks ago, I didn't know that Brock Bowers was going to be back fully healthy for Georgia. But now you get the perfect hedging opportunity if you do think that Georgia is just a much better team. They open as three-point favorites in that game. Uh, Still a couple couple weeks away and a lot to go before then. So uh, we'll take a look at some national championship futures, take a look at the Heisman odds, and take a look at everything coming up today uh kickoff for these games beginning in about three hours in 40 minutes we'll talk with mark drumheller get his picks for the day and uh plenty plenty more to come here on the betql tailgate to kick off and again only two more actually three more shows to go for the college football season so let's get right into it a couple uh reports to get to if you're just waking up this morning colorado after that start to the season uh does go over their win total but they do not they do not they are not i should say bowl eligible they get uh beat up on last night Uh, We'll get to that here in a little bit. Washington wide receiver Jalen McMillan set to start and play a bigger role today for the Huskies. Probably the game of the night, game of the day today. Uh, Number five, Washington on the road, taking on number 11, Oregon State. So McMillan practiced all week. So it looks like uh, he's going to give it a go today. He hasn't caught a pass since September 16th. Pete Thamel had this report over on Twitter. West Virginia running back C.J. Donaldson will be a game-time decision against Cincinnati. Uh, Thamel says there's some optimism he'll be able to return from this lower body injury he suffered against Oklahoma, and a uh, determination will be made after warm-ups. UCLA, their quarterback carousel continues. They went with Dante Moore, um, the true freshman. He struggled, especially on the road this season, some really bad pick sixes. You saw that in that Utah game right before the half uh, that cost them that game. And uh, today, Ethan Garbers is back for UCLA. He's going to start against USC. He didn't play against Arizona State last week was not available or was available in an emergency role. So he's back today, though. Uh, Ohio State defensive lineman Michael Hall Jr. will be out against Minnesota today. And their uh, linebacker, Tommy Eichenberg, is considered questionable. Safety Josh Proctor expected to return. Uh, Coastal Carolina takes on Army today in a sleepy spot. Coastal Carolina is already bowl eligible. Uh, They got a big one coming up next week. So no Grayson McCall today. Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall could be cleared to practice next week. Uh, No certainty, though, if he'll even be back this season. He suffered that concussion against Arkansas State, which was pretty scary. So no Grayson McCall again today for Coastal Carolina. They're also uh, down their backup quarterback as well. So they'll be playing their third-string quarterback against Army today. More on that game coming up. 
LSU tailback Logan Diggs will not play against Georgia State. He's been listed as doubtful all week long. It looks like he's not going to be able to give it a go today. And then Ben Bryant, uh, starting quarterback for Northwestern, he will start against Purdue today. He returned last week in the win against Wisconsin. He had been out since September 30th, got hurt against Penn State, I believe. Uh, so he's back as well. Let's get right into these games. Michigan, a lot going on at Michigan. Who is Uncle T? Uh, they're 19 and a half point favorites. Jim Harbaugh suspended for the rest of the regular season. He'll be allowed to coach in the college football playoff if Michigan gets to the college football playoff in the Big Ten title game as well. Their big game coming up is obviously next week against Ohio State in the game. But Harbaugh could travel with the team. He could prepare with the team all week long. He could game plan. But he's not allowed to be on the sidelines on game day today or next week in the biggest game of the season against Ohio State. Yet the Wolverines look like the best team in the country, did not throw a single pass in the second half against Penn State. They just bullied Penn State in the trenches. Huge game for Blake Corum. After the game, they interview him. What the hell happened to that kid's face? His face was like beaten in. Um, but man, Michigan uh, punked Penn State. Penn State since has fired their offensive coordinator. Uh, it's It's been a hell of a season for Michigan. 19 and a half point favorites. Total in that game down to 49 and a half. I played the under at 50. I still like it at 49 and a half. And I actually lean Maryland in this game. I just feel like this is the classic sandwich spot here, right? Michigan beat the living hell out of Penn State in an emotional game last week without Harbaugh. Uh, next week, they get Ohio State. So this is the sandwich spot. I like the spot. But the matchup is a little concerning. Maryland looked like they just absolutely quit against Penn State in that blowout loss two weeks ago. But they did play Michigan tough last season. Last season, it's hard to believe, but this was a 34-27 game in the big house. So I think Maryland might be able to hold up against that Michigan pass rush. Their offensive line has been decent. Baby, too, is able to push the ball down the field. They have some nice weapons. And I would assume Michigan's not going to want to show too much, which is why I'm going under here. Um, my concern, though, with the under and with Michigan in this game, maybe just blowing out Maryland, is has Maryland quit? Um, Josh Gaddis is the offensive coordinator for Maryland. You know how I feel about him. And also, J.J. McCarthy did not throw a single pass in the second half against Penn State. Does Michigan look to maybe pad his stats today for some Heisman love? I don't think J.J. McCarthy is going to win the Heisman unless he just blows up against Ohio State, like 350 passing yards, four touchdowns next week. I just don't think he has the numbers as good as he's been. Um, but that would be the only concern. But I do lean Maryland at 19 and a half. But I love the under at 49 and a half. Uh, another sneaky good game coming up today at noon. A game that a couple weeks ago would have been even bigger, but now Miami's sitting there at six and four unranked. They're at home today. They're one point dogs. So this game's a pick. Louisville, nine and one on the season, number 10 in the country, one point favorites. Seems a little fishy. Uh, total in the game, 46 and a half. Money line minus 110 both ways. So it's literally a pick. And I like Miami today at home. I'm going to do it one more time with the Canes. Went over on the win total for the second consecutive season. Looks like that was a huge, huge mistake. Trusting Mario at home, a huge mistake. But Louisville, if you look at this, great season for, for Jeff Brom, year one. Went over on their win total. That was a no-doubter. But they've only played true road games twice this season. Two true road games this season. And they got blown out by a terrible pit team by 17 points. And they barely got past North Carolina State by a field goal earlier this season. Also, you look at the strength of schedule, right? Uh, Jeff Brown, again, doing a great job year one. They're 9-1. and one, But they played, what, one top 25 team this season. And it was Notre Dame who was coming off back-to-back -back weeks against Ohio State and Duke. Um, 
They also have some good luck this season. They're 4-0 in one-possession games. They have close wins over Virginia, North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, who's been up and down all season, and then Indiana, who's brutal. Uh, Miami played Florida State close last week. If they have anything left in the tank, I think they should be live to win this game today. I think they're the side. Their defense has NFL talent. They could create pressure. And Louisville quarterback Jack Plummer, we just wonder what Jack Plummer are we going to get. He's not very mobile. He has some turnover-worthy throws when he's under pressure. And their best weapons, love Jamari Thrash. He's averaging over 15 yards per reception this season, six games this season with at least four grabs, but he's dealing with an injury. He's not going to be 100% in this game. As well as their running back, Jawar Johnson, he has five 100-yard rushing games this season. He's averaging nearly seven yards per pop, 11 touchdowns on the season. Also has uh, you know, some receptions this year, averaging 13 yards per reception, but he's not 100%. He's also dealing with an injury. So those guys not being 100%. Miami's defense having some talent. Uh, I got to give them the edge on that side of the ball. And then Miami's offense has been a mess. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Tyler Van Dyke has thrown 11 interceptions in the last five games that we've seen him. He does not look like an NFL quarterback. He's dealing with a bunch of injuries, but I mean, 11 interceptions in five games. um, That's just nasty. But Miami does get a little bit healthier in the backfield. They could run the ball. Um, And if you're into trends, 11 and 6 against the spread is home dogs since 2005. They're one point dogs today. It's a pick against Louisville. I do like Miami uh, in that one. I like the under in Maryland, Michigan. Moving on, another game that I like today. The number's gone, but I still like it. Michigan State played them earlier this week. I keep going back to Sparty. I played them at four and a half. They're down to three against Indiana on the road. Uh, I'm going to go back to Michigan State, though. So, Indiana, this is simple. Indiana has the worst run defense in the Big Ten. And if you can't defend the run in the Big Ten, you're in big trouble. Uh, They're giving up 160 yards on the ground this season. And Michigan State running back Nathan Carter himself has over 700 this season on the ground. He's fourth in the conference in rushing yards. And I don't think Michigan State's going to have to throw the ball very much. That's been their issue. They have no pass game. Um, They've been on their backup quarterback for the last couple weeks. Noah Kim's dealing with a shoulder injury. He's questionable again today. Might be able to give it a go, but I don't think that should be an issue against Indiana. I think Michigan State actually wins a conference game today, uh, but I did just take the points. Four and a half was the number that I got. I still like it at the current price today. Go Michigan State. Army, earlier this week, four and a half point dogs taking on Coastal Carolina. This is also a noon kickoff over on CBS Sports Network. Coastal Carolina, no Grayson McCall. Looks like they're going to be without their backup as well. So Evan Vasco, Evan Vasco, it's easy for me to talk here at 9, 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Uh, He's seen some time the last few weeks. Obviously a huge downgrade from Grayson McCall. And you look at it, Coastal Carolina down to three here against Army. I'm going to be all that I could be today with the Army. I still like them at the current price. Coastal Carolina has nothing to play for in this game. Like I said, they're already bowl eligible again. And next week, they play their biggest game of the season against James Madison to clinch the division. So this is the perfect look-ahead spot. You're not going to want to show a whole lot. And also, Coastal Carolina's run defense has really struggled this season. If you look at the metrics, 90th in yards per carry allowed. They're 98th in line yards allowed. And you're going against the triple option in Army. So uh, that could be bad news. So give me uh, Army to keep it close at least today, plus three. Uh, Purdue, a two and a half point favorite on the road against Northwestern. Northwestern was actually a three point dog. Uh, um, they get upgraded to tick here with Ben Bryant being able to give it a go. Their starting quarter big quarterback is back in this game. That doesn't really move the needle for me. I'm staying away. I would actually lean Purdue on the road. They have not been good this season. 
year one without Jeff Brown. They're three and seven. Northwestern, surprisingly, five and five. They've went over their win total. Their interim head coach is now the guy. Looked like it was going to be a disaster after everything that went down with that Pat Fitzgerald situation. And instead, uh, they've been a decent football team this season in the Big Ten. East Carolina, two and a half point dogs taking on Navy. That's a noon kickoff. Total in that game, 30 and a half. I would still lean the under. A big game today, a sneaky big game. SMU, we've seen some line movement here. Eight and a half point road favorites. You have to lay minus 115 juice to back SMU. The total in the game, 65. SMU, eight and two this season. Memphis, eight and two this season. This is a big, big conference game. And uh, I'm excited for this one, to be honest with you guys. Went over on the win total for Memphis. That's already came home. Uh, if you got the right number, that opened at seven and a half. I think it moved over to eight uh, when we got closer to the season in August. But you have spots in the AAC Conference Championship game hanging in the balance here the next couple weeks. SMU looks like a perfect football team. They've won six straight games. They're blowing everybody out, covering numbers, really well coached. Their head coach, Rhett Lashley, is probably going to be a hot name, if not next season, then the season after. Memphis has been winning ugly, but they still only have one conference loss, and it came to Tulane, who's also undefeated in conference play. But going back to SMU, their quarterback, Preston Stone, has been banged up, came back last week, threw for over 230 yards. This season has 23 big-time throws. They also have a couple Miami transfers. Jalen Knighton, the running back's been really solid. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. They've been able to run the ball all season and against this Memphis front. They should be able to do the same. They're top 20 in success rate, stuff rate. Um, SMU has a really good offensive line. They're getting a ton of push. And on defense, they're top 10 in terms of success rate, pass rush, quality drives, and limited expected points. They don't blitz a ton. They play a ton of two- and three-man fronts, so they limit the explosive plays. And that's what you're going to want to do against Memphis. Um, I like Memphis's offense, though. Seth Hennigan's been solid all season again at quarterback. Last week, even though he was dealing with an injury, threw for over 320 yards through the air. Looks like he's going to be a little bit healthier. Um, at eight and a half, I actually kind of like Memphis. You know, if this game takes place like five, six years ago, a big game like this, we probably only have to lay like six, six and a half, maybe a full touchdown with SMU. But anything over a touchdown, again, Memphis keeps winning these games ugly. SMU looks like a complete football team. But this is a big game, and I think Memphis gets up for it at home. So I'm going to grab them at 8.5. I think this is a good live betting opportunity. Um, you know, if you could get SMU anything under a touchdown, I do think they win the game. They're minus 350 on the money line. Uh, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. The total 65. Maybe a way to look is just the over and cheer for a good game. But this is going to be a sneaky good game, and it's coming up in about three hours. But I'll roll with uh, Memphis now that we're out to 8.5. Another sneaky good game. Um, but the NCAA screws over James Madison. They will not be bowl eligible. They'll not be allowed to play in the conference championship game coming up here, even though they're a perfect 10-0 on the season. Big game today at home against App State, who's 6-4 and on the year. College game day will be at James Madison today. It's going to be a great environment, 2 p.m. kickoff. James Madison, a 9.5-point favorite. Total in that game, 56.5. I feel like I kind of want to back App State. They always play tough in these big games. Um, ever since they beat Michigan years ago, they compete every year against North Carolina. That's always a close game. And with college game day there, I just feel like they're going to get up for this game as well. Um, but man, James Madison's motivated. They're pissed off. They're one of the better teams in the country. I really mean that. They're, I don't know that they're competing against a team like Georgia or Oregon on a neutral, but they're 10-0 and this season, and they, de they deserve some respect. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites. 
I'm going to play some App State, though. That's a 2 p.m. kickoff. We'll take a quick uh, quick break, and we'll give our best bets for the day. Still 20 minutes away, and we'll talk with Mark Drumheller here on the BetQL tailgate to kickoff.